Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And welcome. I can't wait to get into this show Um property always talking about property is one of my favorite things and so today's show is is it a good time to buy property and I've been asked this so many times over the last few weeks probably the last month you know should I be buying property now is it a good time and um, or should I wait and you know I can only speak to the market not even in Australia in Sydney and um, property prices in Sydney are definitely going down um, and we had another interest rate hike in February um, hopefully we'll have another interest rate hike in March and um, you might think that's really odd for me to say hopefully we'll have another interest rate in um, hike in March but we really need a I think I've said this to you before, Australia hasn't been in a recession for over 30 years, not a proper recession. The federal government and the state governments keep digging us out whenever we look like we're going to go into a recession they keep putting in initiatives so that we don't go into a recession. So the rest of the world had the GFC um, in um, the mid-2000s, 2008, nine around there. And everywhere else had the GFC and we heard about it, but our federal government put all these initiatives in place and spent billions of dollars creating jobs and keeping the economy basically afloat that yes things went down slightly but we really didn't have the recession that the rest of the world had now the federal government came out and said that's because we've got such a great economy our economy is one of the best in the world you know it's so good it's you know better than Europe and England and America and I mean it's just like nonsense it wasn't better than anywhere else in the world it was just that our federal government propped up our economy you are watching or listening to it starts with a dream on inspired choices network and welcome I've just got myself back. So, um, you know, so it wasn't that normally we should have and would have um, gone into a recession. And at the time I was saying to people, you know, the government shouldn't be propping us up. We should be allowed to go into a recession. We should be allowed to have these highs and troughs in the economy. That's a, a normal economy for the economy to go up and down and up and down. And, um it keeps inflation low. It keeps property prices at a reasonable level. It keeps salaries at a reasonable level. 
So it has all these positive attributes to the economy. And that's why, um, you know, governments, um, other governments do let their countries go into these um, low periods because it has a benefit long term to the economy. But for some reason, the Australian government is so fearful of us going, having a great depression like we did 100 years ago. And um, ever since then, um, we certainly did go into, um, you know, highs and lows right through to the early 90s. And then we had um, another um, really, really big recession. And that was the last true recession that Australia had. Um, in the early 90s where and it was a really bad recession um it really affected the middle class the middle class were losing their homes interest rates were between 19 and 24 percent so they were absolutely out of control and um um no one came out unscathed i don't even think the really wealthy uh came out unscathed but certainly um, the upper middle class, the middle class and um, the working class were really, really affected. Um, and it was so bad that at the beginning, banks started to repossess homes um, as they do because people couldn't pay their mortgages. And then it was so bad that the banks actually came out and said, if you can't afford to pay your mortgage, come and talk to us. We are not going to repossess your home because we've got no one to sell it to. So they actually stopped repossessing homes. That's how bad it was. So ever since then, the governments in Australia have been terrified for um, Australia to go into another recession. So when the GFC was coming in, the you know, it was a worldwide recession. It affected everybody. It really didn't affect Australia in the same way. And as I said, it wasn't because we had this massively fantastic economy. It was because we were propped up by um, the federal government who put billions and billions into different initiatives, um, mainly building. And, um, and that really stimulated the economy and kept people um, interest rates, you know, reasonably low and people working and people spending. So, um, that was then and this is now. So now we've got interest rates going up and we've had, I think, nine or ten consecutive interest rate hikes since May last year. The first one was May last year and we had another one in February. Um, in January, our Reserve Bank Board doesn't meet, so we never have, nothing ever happens in January. We have the month off. I think I've said this to you before. Australia stops in January. It's our summer holidays, so everybody takes time off in January, um, or pretty much everybody. So, um, so, the in, so the Federal Reserve Bank didn't meet in January, but there was an interest rate hike in February. Now, Everyone's questioning whether there'll be another interest rate hike in March because, um, excuse me, <coughs> because um, inflation seems to have levelled out a little bit and um, um, jobs um, are increasing. So the labour market's increasing. So they're good signs. So... Um, commentators are now saying we don't need another interest rate hike. But the problem is if we don't have an interest rate hike 
um, inflation will go up again. So we're better off having the interest rate hike now and um, looking to see if we'll have another interest rate hike in April and then see what the economy is doing then. Um, so is it a good time to buy property? Back to the question at hand um, after talking a little bit about the economy. So as I say all the time and I've said in my book, Dream a Big Life, property is a long-term investment. So if you're a flipper, and you probably won't be listening to this and won't need my advice because you'll be watching the economy like a hawk. If you're a flipper, it's probably not the best time to buy. But if you're going to um, buy something and live in it for the next five or 10 plus years, then, yeah, it's a great time to buy. Um, it's a good time because the property market has come down. It's a purchaser's um, time to buy. And um, uh, and interest rates still, you know, aren't huge, so you can lock it in. I'd lock your interest rate in for one to two years, probably no more than that, um, because... No one knows what's going to happen in the next um, two years. In the next 12 months, we can sort of work it out a little bit more accurately. But in two years, we have no idea. So, um, so in my view, if it's a long-term investment, yes, it's a good time to buy now. So that's the end of the podcast. No, I'm just joking. Um, but I, if, you know, property is a long-term investment, just like shares are a long-term investment, all of these types of investments are always long-term. They're not short-term um, things. It's best not to, uh, it's best to go into the property market with a long-term um, mindset. I'm going to own this property for five to 10 years. That's the best way to, in my view, to go into it. Um, and the property market will, you know, have highs and lows in that time. Um, so don't worry if property prices drop. Yes, yours will drop too. But then as property, as the property market comes back up, of course, your property will go back up as well. So really don't worry about it. Um, at the moment, you know, in Australia, lots of building companies are going broke. And I saw a couple of weeks ago um, a property sold and it's basically a pull down and the person's obviously going to pull the cottage down and rebuild it. And, um, and they paid um, what I think is top dollar for the property. Um, I wouldn't have paid that much, but whatever. Um, but um, when um, when I saw it come onto the market and I thought, well, that's a pull down, and I thought, you know, you would have to be a brave person to go into a building contract at the moment um, with all the builders, um, with so many of the builders who have gone into liquidation in the last 12 months. Um, and some of the big building companies have been really teetering on the edge of will this building company fall over, will it keep going? Um, and, um, and other building companies I've heard about that, you know, had been quite reputable or, and are quite reputable um, have been taking longer and longer to build their houses, which shows that they've got a cash flow problem. And um, so if builders are taking a long time 
to build your house, uh, it generally means they've got a cash flow problem and they can't pay their trades. So trades are saying, well, you know, if you don't pay my bill, I'm not going to the next site. I'm not, it's not going to rack up a huge, a bigger and bigger bill. If you can't pay this one, you're not going to be able to pay the next one. So let me know when you've, you know, got some money and I'll come back on site. So that's why there are delays. And um when I was building my house, which I sold at the beginning of last year, and I was building it in 2021, um, I could see my builder had a huge cash flow problem. Um, it was the the um, build was very very slow. He kept um, asking for progress payments early when the when that stage wasn't finished yet. Um, and I said to him, you know, you're clearly having a cash flow problem. You're clearly teetering on the edge. Um, and he said, no, 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 we're all fine. We're all fine. And um, right at the end of the build, um, you know, he was sort of, he was talking to me. And um, and I said to him, I can see you're teetering on the edge. You know, I think in six months, if you don't do something about your cash flow in six months, you're going to be in liquidation. Um and he was like, no, no, no. And six months virtually to the day, he was in liquidation. So you can really, if if you're working with these people, you can really see um, what's happening. So I'll talk more about this after the break. You are watching and listening to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And um, uh, we've got a chat room, and you're welcome to join us in the chat room. It's 
uh, live and I can see all your comments. And it's great fun when you're here. Um, I love um, reading your comments. I read them in the breaks. That's what I'm doing. If you're wondering, what am I doing in the breaks? That's what I'm doing. And I've often thought, I wish I could respond. And then I saw this little banner down the bottom of the chat room. So I was just seeing what it did. <laughs> it's where I can respond. Um, it's taken me months to figure that out, but it's where I can respond. So I've been putting responses in. So come and join us. If you love the show, come and join us. If you love the show, um, you know, click like so I know which shows you guys like and which um, sort of topics you like and I can do more of those types of topics. Um, and you can email me. If you want me to talk about something specific, um, then email me and um, at Bronwyn, at bronwynsmith.com and, um, and I'll do a show on it and um, um, I love getting your ideas for shows it's absolutely great so and you can also uh, go to my website www.bromwinsmith.com and you can join my mailing list and you can email me um, uh, join my mailing list so when I have group um courses if you want to do one you're the first to know about it and you guys are the first um that can sign up for any uh group courses i do or of course you can work with me one-on-one -on -one and go to my website um we've revamped um all of the website bar one page which is the media page and that should be up in the next week or two and that will there's um going to be lots of great stuff on the media page for you to look at and I won't tell you until it's up and then I will talk about it um, and of course you can buy my book Dream A Big Life which really helps people um, change the way they um, uh, their relationship with money so it helps people save and if you're thinking I'm already a great saver. Um, funnily enough, lots of people have emailed me and they've started the email off saying, I always thought I was a really good saver and I read your book and made a few changes and my savings have gone up lots and lots and lots. Um, but I talk about in the book uh, investing in property, investing in the share market and, um, you know, things that you can um, – that you should watch out for and you should think about when you're buying property or you're buying shares. So if you are um, in the market to buy a property, then um, now is a good time. You could also wait. Um, a lot of commentators have said that the second half of this year will be um, the optimum time to buy property um, and that may or may not be correct. The reasoning behind it is all of the interest rate um, um, increases we've had and there have been nine, I worked it out in the break, there's been nine so far, um, that um, all of those interest rate hikes will really you know, kick in to, um, in the second half of the year and people will really start to feel the pinch in the second half of the year. So um, people that are having trouble paying their mortgage will then put their property on the market and um, try and get out of the market. And, um, uh, and I've 
uh, noticed a lot more properties have come on the market in the last few weeks. Um, so um, it is quite a good time to buy. I put my property on the market uh, in a couple of weeks ago. And so, um, um, and lots of people are, lots of people are getting out of the market and hoping that in a few months' time, the market will have gone down a little bit more and they will be able to buy back into the market at a much more um, reasonable price than um, than it has been previously and even it is now. And um, I've noticed, you know, I look at the property market um, at least once a week, sometimes twice a week, but at least once a week. And I see what new properties have come on the market and what properties are still sitting on the market. And I also look at what properties have sold. And, um, and it's very interesting listening to real estate agents um, and um, and what they you know how they try and sell a property, and um, how they try and justify the price because I've noticed that the prices um, in my area anyhow, although they've gone down, they haven't gone down you know as much as we would have expected them to go down. And when you talk to real estate agents, it's like oh no, they're still worth you know what the price that we're putting on them. The fact of the matter is that they're not because they're just sitting on the market. So in my area, and I can only talk about my area, it's the only area I really know very well. But in my area, um, you know, if they're pricing properties just a little bit lower, they're being sold reasonably quickly. And agents are still quite hopeful that, you know, they'll price a property at, say, 2.2 million because everything in Sydney is in millions of dollars. So they'll price the property in Sydney at 2.2 million. And it's really worth, you know, like 1.8, maybe 1.9 million. Um, and people know that. People that watch the market, that are buying into the market, they know what a property is really worth. Um, and real estate agents, you know, like to say when you're the vendor, a property is worth what someone's willing to pay. And so when I'm negotiating on buying a property, I always say that back to real estate agents, you know, a property is worth what someone's prepared to pay and I'm prepared to pay this. So that's what the property is worth. Um, and uh, I was house hunting a couple of weeks ago with a girlfriend. She was, you know, she found a house that she liked and she said to me, you know, can you come and have a look at it? And I love looking at property, so it's always a hell yeah from me because I really love um, looking at properties and learning about new areas. So I went looking, with, I went and looked at the house with her and um um, and I said to the real estate agent, like, this seems like the price seems a bit high. <laughs> and um, excuse me, it was like, no, no, no. You know, it's the right price. It's the right price. And I was like, and he was, he said to me, oh, you know, the house down the road's on the market for X, you know, number of dollars and the price down the road this way is on the market for X number of dollars. And I'm like, yeah, but they haven't sold. And um and I said to my girlfriend, you know, how you work out what a property's worth is you go and look at what has sold in the last month in your area. 
doesn't matter what happened two or three months ago, things change, especially at the moment with interest rates going up. Um, and I'm told from friends who live in the UK and the US that interest rates are going up there as well and property prices are coming down as well. So you look at what's sold in the last month and what you know what the price what the sale price was that's all that matters and so you know I said to my girlfriend go and look at what's sold in that area that you want to buy in and only look in the last month who cares what happened in November December last year we've had a couple of interest rate hikes since then and of course as soon as she did that she realized prices in that area were actually lower than she thought and um and about the same time for the house that she liked, it came down a hundred thousand. And I'd been saying to her, it's overpriced, you know, I don't care what other places are on the market for, I only care what you know what properties sell for that's I mean you can put a property on the market for any price but if it doesn't sell then it's not worth that price. It's as simple as that. So um you know, in an up market, you might have priced it too low. And so instead of bringing the price down, you might put it up. I've done that before in an up market, you know, when a, the agent said to me, oh, it's not selling, it must be too high. And I said, put it up 50,000 or put it up 100,000. And of course, it sold very quickly. And we had underpriced it. And we'd, un, you know, we'd underpriced it because property, the property market was going up reasonably rapidly so you put it on today for x price and two x later it was worth that little bit more fifty thousand dollars more so when people saw it underpriced they'd be thinking there's something wrong with them but the converse is happening now you're putting it on the market for a certain price and within a couple of weeks the market has essentially gone down because um, there's either been an interest rate hike or the interest rate hike that happened earlier in the month, because here it happens on the first Tuesday of the month. So the interest rate hike that happened earlier in the month is actually starting to kick in later in the month. The per, you know people are getting the letters from the bank saying, you know, we're putting our interest rates up by a quarter of a percent or half a percent, whatever it is. We're putting our in, home loan interest rates up by that amount of money. Your new repayment per fortnight, per week, per month is now X, Y, and Z. So that's really kicking in. And, you know, purchasers are aware of that. Um, someone said to me, um, every time the interest rate goes up by a quarter of a percent, you lose $50,000 in borrowing power. So if you could borrow 600000 before the interest rate hike and there's a quarter of a percent interest rate hike, you can now only borrow 550000 So, um, And that affects prices. Suddenly people have got 50000 or $100,000 less to spend and they're still, you know, looking at the same type of property they want. You know, it might be a two-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment or two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment. And they're still looking for the same type of apartment but they've now got $50,000, maybe $100,000 less. And why I say $100,000 less is because now they're getting a little bit nervous and they don't want to spend to their capacity. Yes, they've, you know, they've been told by the bank they can now spend $550,000, but they're a bit nervous that another interest rate hike might come up, um, you know, 
in the following month, and that will go down to 500,000. So that's how properties um, lose their value very quickly when um, interest rates are going up. And, um, in, you know, in a lot of areas, um, real estate agents aren't keeping up with it. I noticed even when interest rates were very high, uh, were very low, sorry, and property prices were going up, uh, real estate agents couldn't keep up with it going up because it was going up really quickly, stupidly quickly in my view. I called it, you know, the post-COVID stupid season. Um, properties that would normally go in the high ones, maybe the low twos were going, you know, for $3 million or close to $3 million. They'd gone up by a million dollars. It was just absolutely nuts. It was the post-COVID stupid season where people were just, paying any ridiculous price for any property they could possibly buy um and um it, and it, it was just silly and the same thing you know real estate agents couldn't keep up with that with that you know they'd say to me oh my god you know i thought that would sell for 2.2 not you know 2.9 or 3.2 um it was really silly and the same's happening now as it comes down you know pe- um Real estate agents um, are saying to the vendor it's worth X, Y, and Z, but you know they're not saying, um, as far as I'm aware, but this could, you know, go down if we have another interest rate hike. So you just have to sort of work with the market. But at the market, the moment the market's coming down, so it really is um, a great time for purchasers to get in. But in getting into the property market, I would also suggest that you fix your interest rate for um, a year, if not two years, you might feel more comfortable doing it for two years. So I'll talk more about that after the break. Uh, You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com 
to work with her one-on-one. Hi everybody, welcome back. I'm your host Bronwyn Smith and you are watching or listening to It Starts With A Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And um, today we're talking about whether it's a good time to um, get into the property market um, or whether you should wait. And um, so I've talked about the economy and what's happening with the economy, uh, how interest rates are rising and um, I talk about getting into the property market in my book, Dream a Big Life. You can buy it on Amazon and um, it gives you lots of um, tips about how to find your property and um, what to look for and the sort of things you should take into account when you're looking for your property. Um, And so many people only buy, you know, maybe one or two properties in their lifetime. So it's a really good uh, reminder of this what to look for and um, this is how to go about it so there's some great things in there and um, and I just talk about property investment and um, investing in stocks and shares generally to you know get you started um, because it can be daunting and people feel like it's a lot of money and I love watching, you know, the House Hunters, um, House Hunters and House Hunters International. And, um, you know, people say, I'm spending two or three hundred thousand, you know, it's a lot of money or a quarter of a million dollars or half a million dollars. That's a lot of money. Um, and it is, it's a, a crap load of money. Um, but here in Australia, especially in Sydney, we tend to be spending like a million dollars. Um, you know, apartments of like one, $1.2 million. So um, it's very expensive. Um, it's, you know, I think it's so expensive that the money is almost surreal. And um, a broker friend of mine was telling me that in 2019, her average mortgage um, was a million dollars. And in 2021, her average mortgage was $3 million. That's a huge $2 million um, rise in two years, which is why I talk about the um, post-COVID silly season in terms of property. Properties were just going absolutely nuts. And, um, um, and you know, the interest rate hikes are really good because they're bringing property prices back down to what they should be and what is affordable for people, including first-home buyers, because it's a huge thing in Australia for people to be homeowners. Um, People hate renting for, you know, their lifetime. They like to get into their own property um, as quickly as they possibly can. And it, it really is part of our society to be a homeowner. It's not part of our society to be a renter. And um, so we talk all the time about, you know, first home buyers and people getting into the property market and all that sort of stuff. And, um um, and it's a really big deal that our kids should be able to buy a property and, you know, pay it off. Um, someone's asked me, when's a good time to sell my property? What should I take into a cons- into consideration? It really depends why you're selling the, your property um, and um, what the economy is going to do in your uh, country or your state. So if you think, oh, you know, I'll sell my property now and it will sell for, 
a million dollars and if I wait six months, I can buy back in for, you know, $700,000, a similar property for $700,000. So you're doing it, you know, just to bring down your mortgage by 300000 or to have, you know, some money in the bank, $300,000 in the bank. So really work out what, um, you know, why are you selling? Um, and what are you going to buy? So you're selling a house and are you downsizing to an apartment or are you upsizing to a bigger house because your kids are now that little bit older and you've outgrown the house um, and you can sell and for not much more money, you can buy a bigger house. So if that's what you're trying to achieve, really good time if you you're if you're upgrading it's a really good time to sell um probably depending on what the economy is doing in your area depending on what interest rates are doing in your area and depending on what interest rates are going to continue to do over the next um six to 12 months so yes it could be a good time depending on um depending on why you're doing it. And so that's the first thing you've got to look at. You know, <clears throat> I was asked, what should I take into a consideration? The first thing to take into consideration is why are you doing it? What are you trying to achieve? Um, if you're trying to achieve an upgraded house for not much more money, um, it's probably a good time to do it. Um, or if you're downsizing, uh, it's, again, probably a good time uh, to do it as well. Um, and um, how do we know what interest rates are going to do in the next year? Um, listen to commentators um, is one of the, you know, one way of doing it. Um, you can listen to the commentators in your um, country and, you know, we have them on at the end of the news. Our um, economic commentators come on and say this is what's happening in the economy and interest rates will probably go up or go down. And, um and are they always right? No, they're not always right. But then just have a look at what's going on around you. You know, are there lots and lots of properties on the market? Are people, you know, um, are people not going shopping? Walk into your local shopping mall and is it just like, is there no one there or is there heaps of people there? If there are heaps of people there, then people are still spending and the economy is still buying. You know, if you could, if you walk into the shopping mall and you could, you know, fire a, you know, a cannon and wouldn't hit anybody, then, you know, the economy is going down. Also have a look at how many shops are vacant and for lease and how long they've been vacant and for lease for. If they've been vacant and for lease for months and months and months, then the economy, um, chances are the economy is going down. So just have a look around you. Um, if you've got kids at school and they're you know, collecting for something and everyone's like, no, I don't want to put $10 in, but I'm happy to put $5 in. That means they're all tightening their belts so they're feeling the pinch. So money's going to get harder. So you've really just got to look at what's going on around you um, to, you know, just to figure out what you think will happen with the economy. Also, um, look at inflation. If inflation's running you know, high at seven or eight percent, which is high, it should be down around three or four percent. So, seven or eight percent is like double what it should be. If inflation in your country is really high, 
chances are that your um, federal body, whether it be the Reserve Bank or whoever it is, whoever governs interest rates, probably the Reserve Bank, they will probably um, put interest rates up. But listen to what they're saying. Listen to, you know, in Australia, I listen to the governor of the Reserve Bank because he's part of the board that decides what's going to happen with interest rates, whether they're going to go up or down. So I listened to him. But even he's not always right. You know, he came out a couple of years ago and he said interest rates wouldn't start going up till 2024. I was like this lone voice that said that's not true. They'll start going up in 2022. I think he must have said in 2021. And I said interest rates will start going up towards the end of 2022 everyone was like no you don't know what you're talking about and actually I was wrong they started to go up in May 2022 because I could see that everything was going high money was just being flashed around um uh inflation was going up and um you know people were putting um putting staff off and they were not just putting one or two staff off they were putting like a thousand staff off they were you know retrenchments were really high and when retrenchments are high ultimately so unemployed that will hit the unemployment numbers and that'll become high as well so you just have to look around you to see what's going on in the economy um these economists that come out and say things you know whether it be in the paper on tv or wherever it is um they don't have a special, you know, um, crystal ball. They don't have a crystal ball that the rest of us um, don't have. They are just looking at the economy. They are looking at all the factors I've just talked about, inflation, whether there's, you know, lots of commercial properties for rent, whether there's lots of people in the shopping mall spending their money, Um whether when you do a collection, people are putting in half the money that you actually want, whether people are talking about, oh, my goodness, you know, we can't afford to have a big party for our child, you know, a big birthday party for our child. Or, um, you know, I know around Thanksgiving in America, a lot of um, Americans were saying to me, you know, buying a turkey this year is astronomical, like it's off the charts expensive. The, the price of turkeys have, like, doubled um, since last year and we don't know if we can afford a turkey this year or some families couldn't afford a turkey and so you know they were invited to um, friends houses and they went rather than having their own Thanksgiving dinner they went to someone else's place for Thanksgiving and they were all talking about you know how expensive a turkey was and there were families getting together where they were just you know all bringing a couple of plates rather than putting on a whole dinner in their own home they were merging it and have three or four families together and they were all bringing you know different things and it was just to cut the cost so it's all of those things where you can see that people are cutting costs that there's less money um you know in the society less money in the economy and that will gen and if inflation rates are high as well that generally means that interest rates will continue to go up so um and that's how you can see what's going to happen in the next year so i'll talk more about whether you should buy property now after the break i'm bromwyn smith your host you are watching or listening to it starts with a dream on inspired choices network and i'll be back in just a minute 
many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about whether you should um, get into the property market now or whether you should wait. So um, as I've said before, you can join us live in the chat room and you can put your comments in there. Um, read your comments during the break and then I um, try and answer them as um, as much as I possibly can but uh, we do have a great time we have a bit of a laugh um, here as well so if you see me laughing in the breaks I'm laughing because of what's being said in the chat room so come and join us if you can't join us and you're listening to this um, you know later then please uh, like the shows if you like it if there's something you want me to specifically talk Talk about then um, please send me an email at um, bromwin at bromwinsmith.com and give me tell me what you want me to do a show on and um, uh, it might not be a whole show it might be just part of a show but I'll answer your questions in the show and um, um, and I love doing that I love getting ideas for shows I love people emailing me and saying would you please do a show on this or could you answer this question and um, and then you know if I'm going to do a show on it I say to you you know I've I've decided to do a show on it. The show is going to be on this date. So you absolutely know um, what date to listen to. So come along to the chat room, press like if you like um, what you're listening to, because uh, that really helps me prepare new shows. Or send me an email and tell me what you want me to do a show on. And um, if I can, I'll happily do it. Also join my uh, mailing list. I don't mail out, you know, um, all the time I try and mail out once a month, uh, do a mail out, tell you what I'm up to. But also, um, you know, um, when any group courses are coming up and you are the first to be able to buy those group courses if you want to. Or, of course, you can work with me one-on-one. So go to my website, bronwynsmith.com. So back to the show. We've been talking about the economy and how we know what the economy is going to do. And in my view, um, in Australia, um, interest rates won't start to go down until 
um, the second half of next year. That's my prediction. I could be completely wrong, uh, but that's my prediction at the moment. Something might happen in the interim to change my mind, but I think um, interest rates will keep going up. Even if the Reserve Bank misses a couple of months, um, they will still basically keep going up until inflation um, has started to come down and uh, the December quarter in fact inflation had gone up from 7.4% to 7.8% despite at that stage we'd had eight interest rate hikes so um, I think it will take a few more interest rate hikes um, to bring that inflation um, figure down and um, some people are saying if interest rates keep going up we're going to enter in, into a recession which we're not in yet um, we are sort of teetering on the edge and I think lots of other countries in the world are teetering on the edge um, I was reading something the other day that said America was teetering on the edge of going into a recession um, as was the UK and parts of Europe as well so I think um, these interest rate hikes have come as a bit of a surprise to people where they thought um, I think everyone worldwide thought that we wouldn't have any interest rate hikes for probably you know 18 months to two years you know after the end of COVID we're all sort of just getting over you know COVID and all the lockdowns and we've been hit with these interest rates um, but I think that's part of the reason inflation has gone up because we were all locked down for so long and lots and lots of people were buying online. And then when we finally got out of lockdown, um, I think everybody sort of went out and spent money and um, and just, you know, had a good time. They just wanted to live again. And, um, and so that has all contributed to inflation, um, you know, going up worldwide. So I can completely... Yeah, understand. And I, of course, was part of it. And, um, you know, I went out, I went crazy and went out and travelled and, you know, booked a trip um, overseas as soon as I was allowed to leave Australia. <clears throat> so, um, and the government sort of said, you know, all these people that spend, um, well, you know, we had two years of lockdown. So I think we were, you know, entitled to a little bit of a, um, a party time and a fun time. But now we really, you know, know with those interest rates going up. I think in Australia, interest rates will hit um, around the 8 maybe even 10% mark. And um, people have said to me, you know, oh, my God, if that happens, then, and property, you know, the property market's just going to, like, implode. Um, and that may well be the case. But as I said, that period just after we got out of lockdown um, and um, the property prices in um, Australia generally, but in Sydney in particular, just went nuts. Um, things were going for, you know, almost double what they had been going for. Uh, it was just absolutely a crazy time. And no one could um, understand why it was so crazy and people were getting these enormously high mortgages. Um, and I would say to friends, you know, I don't even know how they can live with that mortgage. Like, it is so high. Um, but um, they were just getting these crazy mortgages. So to answer your question, if property is a long-term investment, then... Um, 
I think it's a good time to buy, but make sure it's going to be a five to 10 year um, investment. If it is, I think it's a good time to buy. If you're buying something to renovate it and you're just going to renovate it slowly, it's still a good time to buy. Um, lots of commentators in Australia are saying the second half of this year will be the optimum time to buy or the interest rate hikes would have kicked in. People will really be struggling to pay their higher interest, uh, to pay their higher repayments. So that will be the absolute best time to buy. But you can never count on those sorts of things. So if you've found something that you can afford and you can lock in your interest rate for a year or two, then I think now is a good time to buy. Maybe later in the year will be a better time to buy. But I've heard that before and then we've got to later in the year and it's, you know, it's the property market has started to recover. So it's really hard to tell. Um, but um, maybe even just waiting till, you know, April, May, it might be, then you'll be able to better assess what's going to happen um, June, July in um, Australia, because it's our winter, is always a good time to buy. The property market always seems to go down a little bit in June, July, and then um, by September it's recovered because it's springtime and everyone likes getting out in spring and buying their properties. So I hope that's really helped. Um, and if you've got any questions, please email me. Um, if you like the show, please um, like it if you want me to do a show on anything specifically please email me at bromwin at bromwinsmith.com and I will do my best to do a show on that and I will respond to you and let you know if I am going to do a show and if so the date that the show is going to be done so um Good luck with um, buying a property if you are in the property market or if you have decided to sell. I hope it sells quickly and for a really good price. Um, watch what's going on around you if you want to know what's happening with the um, economy. Just watch what's going on around you. Watch how people are spending. Watch whether um, you know retail shops are doing well or not doing well or whether lots of shops are up for lease. That's the best way to see what's going to happen with the economy. So next week, we are going to talk about Income Guild. And, um, you know, is this a new phenomenon? Phenomenon, I can't even say the word. Um, so is this all new? Is Income Guild something new? Or is has it been around for a long time? And we've just finally put um, a label on it. So we're going to be dealing with that, talking about Income Guild. It should be a great show. Um, I've got lots to say about about it and um, I'm sure you two, you guys um, will as well and uh, come and join me in the chat room it's much more fun when you're in here and we're um, and you're putting messages up and we um, we're interacting it's so much um, fun to do that and um, so income guilt and um, do you feel guilty about your income? That's really what we're going to be talking about. And um, if so, what can you do about it? What can we do about, you know, whether you do feel guilty about your income and um, uh, and whether it's um, a good thing or a bad thing, um, how you're feeling, how you're feeling is very real, but is it really um, 
you know, working for you or working against you. So I can't wait to see you next week to talk about Income Guild. And um, in the week, have a wonderful week. If you want to email me, please do. Otherwise, join my mailing list or buy my book, Dream a Big Life. Thank you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.